0: Good morning good afternoon wherever you are we're up to number four in this series talking about the third law of nature the third universal law of nature nothing's ever missing just changes in form and we're talking about influence how to influence another person how to get our message across what we've heard so far is that winning an argument is a loser's way that you if you want to succeed Don't succeed in winning arguments. People normally revert back to the original behaviour, even if you do win the, the argument. So if our mission is to influence another person, what we've said in the last podcast is it's very wise to behave in a way different to the way that they're behaving and prove by example what you're trying to demonstrate this is all backed up by research. Behavioural studies have show time and time again that we don't just love a colourful anecdote. We're far more likely to believe them than we are any statistical proof. So, if, for example, if your friend gets mugged in a park, you'll avoid that park and experience a very negative association with the park whenever it's mentioned. You won't even bother to check the crime statistics to discover that this incidence of your friend being mugged is very, very rare, in fact, infinitesimally small. Nor will you give up riding your motorbike because of the stats on accidents. It takes a personal story or the death of a loved one on a bike for you to internalize that reality. In short, we're really good at rejecting information until it's turned into a visit vivid human drama but let's not be black and white here no doubt some people can be persuaded by logical argument alone but all the same they'll listen and need time to process and consider this change of heart because it will feel like a change of heart rather than a change of head so you can only sow the seeds of this change before letting them go on their merry way that's a risky strategy, however, as you'll need plenty of time in hand to monitor whether they're actually coming around to see your point of view. Better to tell them a story, rich in color and personality, and and to tell it not as though your opinion, but as though it's really, really, really proof, evidence, which convinced you. By taking them along the same path, you become fellow travelers and already begin to see things from a shared perspective the other side of or key to this law is to always remember that talk is cheap from the enthusiastic investor you met at some event to your best buddy who said they'd go to the pictures with you this weekend, everybody promises things but very few deliver, never rely on other people coming through for you words are wind. Don't let that wind fill your sails, because soon enough you'll find yourself be calmed and alone. In other words, don't let yourself be swept up in the words of others. Their actions are what matter, even if they do not consciously intend to deceive you. So important. Tell the world what you intend to do, but first, show it. Napoleon Hill. The core of the dynamic at play here is that whatever we tell other people and whenever we tell other people what we intend to do before we actually do it, we generate an expectation that we'll deliver it. The only way you can go down, the only way you can go is down after that. They expect you will succeed so it will not be especially impressive when you do so. And if you don't, Well, you've set yourself up for the fall. Far better to keep your mouth shut and then to deliver something out of nowhere, creating an impressive and exciting spectacle. I remember Steve Jobs used to do this in those Apple keynotes, introducing just one more thing. Like it was an afterthought, which usually blew the audience away and outstripped everybody's expectation in that emotional sweet spot of surprise. And there he raised the impact of everything he'd already announced. And that's not the only reason to keep your plans to yourself. Research has shown, and there's a video on YouTube about this, that we give ourselves a dopamine hit just by announcing that we'll do something like running a marathon or writing a book. And that chemical reward for doing absolutely nothing can be addictive. People congratulate you on your Facebook for saying you're going to do something like ride a bike through the Otways or run a marathon, but it's no way the same as actually doing it, is it? And you know and I know plenty of people who announce similar goals on a social media and they never actually do anything except talk about what they're going to do, but not ever do it. So they're getting a dopamine hit from saying they're going to do it and they become addicted to the saying because it is like Pavlov's dog. Finally, you also need to think strategically. If you're an impresario or an entrepreneur or an eyes hustler, you'll likely be working on a bunch of different projects all at the same time. I do. If you constantly talk about them, you'll rapidly and irrevocably become known as someone who doesn't deliver, but has big mouth. In other words, someone who's self-deluded, a label which is the kiss of death to your power, as nobody wants to support a person whose head is stuck in the clouds or up their own arse for that matter. So do the work and then deliver it, your actions, your will speak louder than your words. Your actions will speak for you. That's enough for this particular podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Speak to you soon. Bye for now.